Listening to your old friends Ron and Don on the Ron and Ra- on the Ron and Don Radio Network, man. <laughs> hey, you guys! What's going on? It's episode number two twenty-eight now. How about that? Of the Ron and Don. Show. What is up, Ron and Don Nation? Yeah, coming up on the Ron and Don Show. Uh, remember those two grumpy old men that, that used to sit up in the balcony and they'd wait for Fozzie Bear and the and Muppets. Mi- yeah, and Miss Piggy. And Kermit the Frog. Why are there? Maybe I'll do some of my Kermit the Frog for you. Absolutely. Anyway, uh, the Muppets are in the news. And will the Muppet Show be participating in cancel culture according to Disney Plus? This is an incredible story we can't wait to tell you about. And then also, what is going on with Jeep and Native Americans right now? Right? Yeah, that's a really interesting story. I saw it in the, in the uh, New York Times. Uh, the Jeep is getting ready to release their new uh, fleet of vehicles, and they're one of their most popular vehicles for since the '70s has been the Gre- the Jeep G- Grand Cherokee. Mm-hmm. I think um, I think I might have owned a Jeep Grand Cherokee. You did back own in one, the day. Yeah, back in the day, and um, so they sell hundreds of thousands of the Jeep Grand Cherokees per year. The head of the Cherokee Nation. Uh, out of Oklahoma, with about 385,000 members now, has gone to Jeep and formally asked them to stop calling this car a Cherokee. Mm. And Jeep is sort of like, hey, thanks, but no thanks. It's a really popular name. We're not going to change it. Mm. So now here's the question I have for you. Because this is, and they go through in this article and they talk about everything from the Washington DC football team dropping their name and logo. Uh, and they bring up, um, you know, all kinds of like Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben's. Aunt Jemima has now, that has been changed. Uh, and Uncle Ben, of course, with the character that you saw on the rice. So that, so those sort of food brands have been in the news. But here's what Jeep is saying. Tell me if it holds any water to you. Jeep's stance is listen. We take our names very seriously. We do a lot of research in our names. And I don't don't doubt that. When you're going to name a new product, you do put a lot of time and energy into that. And they say, going back to 1974 and every year forward, our intention has been honorable. We believe that by uh, using the name Cherokee, that we are giving, we're trying to take it from a stance of honoring your tribe. And so it's not derogatory. Um, it is not, we're not trying to put you down where our intention is and, and that's different than the Washington football team because the very word Redskins on its face was derogatory. And you could even say that like, um, you know, the Cleveland Indians are removing their chief Wahoo logo because it was a caricature that was derogatory. Jeep is saying, look at the emblems we used. Look at the way we've marketed this. Our intention is one of honor. And so therefore, our intention trumps your offense. I'm paraphrasing there, but they're saying, we don't care that you're offended because our intention is honorable. Yeah. You frame that perfectly. 
couple of questions that I would ask. Uh, Jeep, are you listening? Are you are you are you listening? Because nobody has been listening to Native American tribes for hundreds of years. Right? They were given some of the junkiest land in America. And then when the federal government found out, wow, they have mineral rights there. Or, wow, you know, this is some pretty good real estate. Or, guess what? We need to build a fort over here. Or, guess what? We're kind of building a city. We got an oil pipeline we yeah. got to run. And so we're going to go ahead and we're going to move the Navajo Nation. Or we're going to move the Cherokee Nation. Or we're going to move the Hopi Nation. And don't forget, when they brought them to Oklahoma, the Trail of Tears was on foot. Yeah. Tens of thousands of people died. So Native Americans have been moved all over this country. And, and a lot of these arguments that the Native Americans have made over the years, and, and you saw this with the Washington football team, the Washington football team would just say, hey, we and the fans, we're honoring. We're honoring Native Americans by calling them redskins. And then what they would it's do- a term of endearment. Right. They would find a person that was Native American to come out and be a spokesperson and say, hey, I'm not offended. Why are other Native Americans offended? And so this movement didn't go anywhere. And then all of a sudden, the Black Lives Matter movement happened. And as a result of that now, we are seeing thousands upon thousands of Asians, older Asians around this country, that are being beaten to a pulp because of what the former president said about the Kung Fu flu, right? And as a result of that, Asian Americans are having a real hard time finding justice. And as a friend of mine who works at Nike the other day, who's, who's Native American, has three Native, or, or I'm sorry, uh, I got ahead of myself. She is Asian American. Her grandparents have been picked on who are Asian American. She's raising by herself three Asian American sons. And she's like, you know what? I, I don't want to step into this even on social media and talk about it. Because I don't want to take anything away from the Black Lives Matter movement. And at, and at the same time, it's because of what the Black Lives Matter movement has done in moving forward. Movements move. And they either move backwards or forwards. And, and as the Black Lives Matter movement has moved forward, I think it's allowed us then to begin to look at other cultures within our own society. One of those being Asian Americans, which I just mentioned. And this needs to be talked about in the mainstream media. And that's why I want to talk about today. And then also, when it comes to Native Americans, you and I lived in New Mexico. We lived in Arizona. We lived in California. We lived in Texas. Uh, there are Native Americans in my family. That we Ameri moved a lot. Yeah. So, so and, and we've been around a lot of Native American cultures. The only ones that are doing well now financially, they did it on their own. Because they figured out a way to allow gaming or they figured out a way to use their mineral rights, or they figured out a way to use their fishing rights, right? So they've been able to stand up for themselves. Look at the Puyallup tribe. The Puyallup tribe is one of the most giving tribes that we have seen here in the Pacific Northwest. Can I interject though, real quick though, on even your points of those rights? So think about that for a second, because don't just glance over the history. Someone lived on the land before any European settlers got here. And they had all the rights because that's where they lived. 
And they shared the rights because they shared the land. Well, then the Europeans come in and basically conquer North America through Manifest Destiny, believing that it was our God-given right to just wherever we planted our flag. Think about the the people when they said, the, the United States of American government said to people, hey, Don, head west, plant a flag, you get 600 acres. Didn't matter who was already living there. The second that you planted that flag... And you said, Hey, the government told me these are my acres now. And so I'm going to defend it with a, with a rifle. Then we circle back around and now I'm going to grant you fishing rights to the land that I took from you. And I'm going to allow you to use your minimal rights on this land, even though you or your tribe was here before we were enjoy, you should be grateful for the the rights that I just gave you. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, and, and, and that's beautifully said too. So, so now going back to Native Americans and, and to this Jeep Grand Cherokee, if Native Americans are telling you they don't feel honored by that, then where is Jeep saying, you know what, we're listening? We're just going to listen. Because that's what the Black Lives Matter movement wanted. Just listen to us. Even if you don't understand us, listen to us. Listen to us because the Black Lives Matter movement wasn't my life matters and your doesn't. It's my black life matters too. My black life matters also. My Asian life matters too. My Asian life matters also. Listen to me. We're going to talk in a minute about a story about cartoons and how Disney has gone back now, and they looked in their cartoons, and they said, wow, this is not respectful of Asian Americans. And so we're either going to take this out, or we're going to write something to clarify that for the people that are watching this. So now back to this. Now back to Jeep Grand Cherokee. If, if, if you're doing this to honor the Cherokee Nation, tell me more about the Cherokee Nation. What is it, Jeep, that you love about the Cherokee Nation? How involved are you on the Cherokee Nation? How many schools, Jeep, as you've profited off the Jeep Cherokee and the Grand Cherokee, how many schools have you built for the Cherokee Nation? How many dollars have you given to the Cherokee Nation? Don't tell me you're honoring someone when you haven't opened up your checkbook or opened up your heart or sat down and you're willing to take time and shut up and listen to what the Native Americans have to say to you. Native Americans don't speak up very much. They don't. And when they do, we should listen. We will see you on the other side of this. If you're downsizing, upsizing, or right-sizing, Ron and Don can help you buy, sell, or invest in real estate. It all starts with a Ron and Don sit-down. I had grown to trust the image of Ron and Don, you know, doing their their advocacy for all the charities and stuff that they do. And I thought, well, they seem like good guys. Let's go for it. When I uh, decided to put my home on the market, it was a natural for me to choose them to list the property. Ron and Don proposed a sit-down, so they came over to our house. They came super prepared, and they came more in learning mode, right, and what was important to each of us. When we first sat down, they showed me what property was selling for in my neighborhood. They had several suggestions on, you know, when we should go on the market, what we needed to do to get ready to go on the market. 
They were precise and clear. They managed our expectations well. If Don saw, you know, a risk or an area of concern he wanted us to be aware of, they just they just did a superb job. And they seemed personally interested in the houses we would tour. I think both of them said at some point when we were apologizing at how many houses we looked at, said, we love looking at houses. They didn't hesitate to jump in and make this the house for us. They do have a way of making you feel like they're your only client. <laughs> That's super important to me. I don't think we'd have this house if, if it hadn't been for Ron and Don. I think I was just so impressed with the quality of the work that they did. We had multiple offers, $50,000 more than the asking price. He had no contingencies, so I jumped on that one. It was the best case scenario. We couldn't have done better. It couldn't have been a better experience. The buying process was wonderful and the selling process felt like we were their most important project. I couldn't be happier with the experience we had. I can't wait to do another deal with them. It was great. It was awesome. When you're ready to sit down with Ron and Don and start your real estate journey, schedule your time with the guys at ronanddonsitdown.com. People ask me, how do you put up with these two? My answer, good snacks and video games. Why are there so many songs about rainbows? And what's on the other side? Rainbows are visions, only illusions, and rainbows have nothing to hide. What's so amazing that keeps us stargazing? I have no reply. <laughs> Man, I'm talking about the rainbow connection, beloved dreamers and me. La 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 la. I haven't picked up my guitar since Christmas, and as you could tell, it's a little out of tune. Why Dog. are we singing Rainbow Connection? <laughs> anyway, uh, the Muppets are in the news. Also, Disney Plus is in the news. We see a lot of people that are disconnecting from cable now, and they're joining these services. And these services are desperate. They are desperate, and they're willing to pay for great content, even if that content is from 10, 20, 30, 50 years ago. And one of the issues that a lot of these service providers are having that you and I are paying for is they're going back now and they're looking at some of this content. And it ties into beautifully what Ron was just saying about Native Americans, Asian Americans, about the Black Lives Matter movement and movements moving. And it seems like we as a culture are moving forward. And at the same time, even when we look at old shows like The Muppet Show, or we look at things, for instance, like some of the Disney shows, some of them are being canceled. Some of them are being edited, and some of them have big disclaimers now saying, hey, when it came to The Muppet Show, for instance, there were some things going on here that were disrespectful of certain cultures. And as a, as a result of that, they'll put a warning sign on that, or again, they'll edit it. And some of these shows, I think up to 14 of The Muppet Shows, have been cut 
from Disney Plus coming up. Yeah, and the specific examples they give is, I guess Johnny Cash was a guest on Muppet Show one time, and there he was playing guitar. They had a Confederate flag in the background. So they put a disclaimer on that episode of, uh, hey, like that was wrong then, it's wrong now. We regret that it's there, but we were deciding to leave it in educationally, I guess, or we're not going to take the episode down. And they go through and cite other examples uh, about this. Uh, and even... You know, the Siamese cats that are portrayed in some of these animated uh, shows are very stereotypical Asian and in the accents that they use and all of those sort of things. And so what these these are variants on the same theme. The, the first story that we did about Jeep, this story about Disney Plus, and it's it's um, we're reckoning as a country with the true origins of our country. And I, I got to be honest with you, this has been difficult and gradual for me. So if like, if this is the first time you listen to the Ron and Don show and you're jumping in right now, this is going to sound alarming or like um, maybe shocking to you. But the more you educate yourself along these lines in the history of America, this is a white supremacist country. It was built on the idea that the white race. What's uh, the evidence? People say that and they will be shocked, but then, as my therapist always says, look for the evidence. When, when you say that, what would be the evidence? I mean, the very first one is the Constitution of the United States that says uh, that non-white people were, were three-fifths of a human being. That's actually in the Constitution. It's in the Constitution, yeah. and, and women weren't allowed to vote. Thanks, forefathers. Great job. So, like, there – and I, I'm, I'm going through a book right now. Uh, and I'm blanking on the name. I, I'll get the name for you here in a minute. Uh, I'm going through a book right now that goes through and it talks about the founding fathers when they made like the Philadelphia Convention said all of our work product is going to be sealed until everyone that was here is dead. And so w- once all the founding fathers died, you I could go back it. and yeah. now take those notes and see the arguments they were having. Say that again. Say that again. Say, so, say. so you know, they did the the Declaration of Independence. Yeah. And then, like ten years later or so, a lot of people think that oh, the Constitution was like the next day. Mm. No, it's like they took like ten years or so for the Constitution to be written. That's right. And they had the Philadelphia Convention, and uh, the Southern states were there, Northern states were there, and they were having these battles. They would stand on tables and they would stand shout, on tables. And shout at each other. But then, what's different about what we see today? Then they'd leave and like tip o'neill ronald reagan they'd go have a beer and they were drawing on french philosophy english common law uh monarchies in europe they had all these you know the economic you know the the hand of the market um i'm blanking on his name smith adam smith they're drawing on all these theories of like how do we how do we govern how is this going to be configured? And so they were having these arguments and people were taking notes and they were, they would get up and speak. And so they have all this work product and they have the arguments of like, well, slavery is bad. Yeah, but we need it. And so they were going back and forth along these lines. And what they agreed to do is we're going to put out the one document, but then all of the work products going to be sealed until everyone in here has passed away. And then historians can come in and look at the work product. I did so not know that. when you wow. look at the work product, it's blatantly protecting white, rich landowners. Mm. That's the whole reason for the electoral college that mm. we battle with every four years mm. is these people said, these dumb idiots that we govern, they don't know how to vote. 
They're not smart enough or capable enough to understand governance. We need to give the illusion that this is real democracy because we're breaking away from a monarchy. So it needs to feel like that, but we need to build in a protection to protect our elite status. Yeah. Like that would be dumb to give away our, our foothold in this country. And so they built, so when you really go through the history in, in the mythology that came up out of that, and one of the biggest ones and I know you would, everyone listening would know this George Washington, chopped down a cherry tree and felt so guilty about it that he turned himself into his father Mm -hmm. and he none of that ever happened that was a mythology that was written after the fact and his wooden teeth he actually stole from slaves and that was common then you would take right the teeth they weren't uh, actually wooden teeth they were human teeth yeah you would take the teeth on a bridge yeah uh so you pound those into your skull what what we're dealing with use teeth and and i'm i'm finally coming to terms with it and feeling comfortable enough to say it this country was founded on the principle of white supremacy the people that built those founding fathers believed that they were superior intellectually and had a god-given right to be the dominant race that's why i have the electoral college for right. the voters so, out there that are too stupid we'll uh, we'll vote for you so. not only that they said when we get here god wants us to govern all of north america yeah and to subjugate the the people that are different skin tones. It's all there if we wanted to read it, but it was mythologized to become more palatable to the, the voting people. So now we're reckoning with that and going, okay, am I going to accept that and go, well, I guess I shouldn't name a car after uh, honorable people. I guess I shouldn't have something that happened 30 or 40, 50 years ago that is no longer viable maybe we do take that out what about let me ask you this the 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 native americans came out and said before the super bowl to the chiefs number one consider changing your name but number two don't do the tomahawk chop we're not honored by the tomahawk chop uh and you see this with the atlanta braves as well you, you yeah, and then you also see this with the florida seminoles they do the well again chop. that's a mythology that was invented uh, probably 150 years ago, the idea of the noble savage. And um, the founding fathers in the next you know, 50 years after that, they made no bones about it. They said, these people are savages. Well, and don't forget, with a tomahawk, you would kill people, uh, you would scalp people, but you would also provide food for your family, and you would cut firewood, and you would protect yourself and protect your family uh, from animals and other humans and other nations. But the white people said, oh, these people are savages, but they do have a nobility yeah. about them. Well, they're, me, they're, 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 they're not Christian. Let me ask you this. If, if you went to a game today and you pretended like, if we modernize that and say, you know what? I'm going to go to a game and we're going to call ourselves uh, the Washington Army. And we're going to act like we're firing AR-15s because AR-15s are honorable because AR-15s are what we use when we go overseas and we're fighting for America at the same time, we know that AR 15s are used in schools to, to murder children. So if you modernize that, is that a bridge too far from you? When you look at the Tomahawk or you say, Hey, what about, what about, what about well, the there's, AR 15? Are, are we going to celebrate that 50? I get the, I get the analogy. I mean, the, the Tomahawk was exclusively used by a specific people. AR 15 is used by everybody, but I think both of these stories, they're not if, used by me. They're not. But it, it, plopping your kid down and paying for your Disney Plus subscription 
and watching these shows or pulling into a car dealership and going, huh, do I want to buy a car named after a human being? It's the, it's, it's a thread of the same thing. So now, so now let's come back to this. Cause people say when you cancel stuff, you're, you're canceling history. So you're in charge, you're at Jeep. What do you do about the Jeep Cherokee, the Grand Cherokee? And then also, what do you do about Disney Plus when they're, they're saying, should you, should you throw out those 14 episodes of The Muppet Show? Or, or should you mention uh, that these particular cats uh, in these Disney movies are offensive to people in Asian culture? I think the short answer is yes. Let me give you this book because it's really good. It's called American Rule by Jared Sexton. What is it? American Rule, okay. R-U-L-E, and it Great. goes through those unsealed documents I just talked about. If I'm the president of Jeep, I go, wow, okay, message received. We're going to make a big deal out of this, and I bet we sell more cars. We're going to come out and say, hey, we've been doing this since 1974. We thought we were doing it right. Evidently, we're doing it wrong. I would now like to introduce to you our new vehicle. Uh, it is the Jeep Grand fill-in-the-blank, Canyon, the Jeep, Jeep Grand Canyon, or whatever you're going to call it. Yeah. And, um, and then, what about the, and then the, you say, Hey, we're going to take a million dollars and we're giving it or $10 million or whatever is a significant amount of money. And we're giving it to the Cherokee nation. Boom. Done. Yeah. Huge ad campaign. Huge. huge the, the amount of press you would get, the free press you would get on that. You couldn't pay for. Yeah. That's what I would do. And if I'm Disney plus, I just say, Hey, Muppets are great. Jim Henson was a genius. There are some episodes that we're just going to pull. Or cut that segment. You don't have to pull the whole episode. Yeah. Just cut the, the Johnny Cash segment out. What's so amazing that keeps us stargazing? I have no reply. Man, I'm talking about the rainbow connection. Beloveds, dreamers, and me. La, la, la. See you on the other side of this. It all started with a Ron and Don sit down to go over the playbook. To get your team playbook, go to ronanddonsitdown.com. If you're ready to sit down now, you can book a time instantly at ronanddonsitdown.com slash calendar. Don't forget to get your Ron and Don playbook instantly. Go to ronanddonsitdown.com. All right, you guys, welcome back, and thanks for putting up with my Kermit, Elvis, John Denver-ish. Well, that really morphed. Unto guitar. All over the place. <laughs> Real quick, can you give a shout-out? Was it the, the writer of that song has a super soul conversation with Oprah that is just fat. Is it Paul Williams? Yeah. If you, uh, if you love that song, just go search for Paul Williams and Oprah. It's a really great episode. You turned me on that episode. It's, it's fascinating. Yeah, and he has a whole history of addiction. And I think he's been been dealing with his addiction now for 30 years. He talks about it in that super soul conversation. And I've listened to it a number of times. It's been super, super helpful. So so check him out. Uh, he's really great and has a super giving heart. So, hey, before we get out of here today, uh, we're about a year and a half, almost two years in on our real estate journey. And, but we're still on this radio journey. 
And one of the things that we love doing is sitting down and recording this podcast for you guys. It is, it is the joy of our lives. And we can't believe that this thing has a million spins. We can't believe that you guys love it, that you listen to it. Uh, we can look on graphs and charts and see how long you listen to the show. And just about 100% of you, from the time you hit play, when this drops on Monday morning or Wednesday morning or Thursday morning, almost 100% of you will listen to the whole podcast. I can't even get my son to listen to me for like a minute. And the fact that you would listen to us for, I don't know, 25, 35, 40 minutes. We just want to say thank you uh, for that. That means a lot to us. And as far as this podcast goes, even though this doesn't necessarily pay our bills, it pays our bills. And the reason it does that is we had this crazy idea. What if we took the podcast and we sponsored the podcast ourselves? And what if we, as we joined Windermere uh, Real Estate, what if we told people about flying the W and flying the Windermere flag? And then also we wondered... All the people out there that had listened to us for years, I wonder if they would trust us with one of the biggest transactions of their lives. And a lot of times, Ron, when people are going through a transaction, it's because something very big and emotional has happened, right? Yeah, a big life event. But to, to rewind a little bit, to piggyback on what you said, um, I'm so grateful that people have allowed us to, to show a different facet and they accepted that for the first couple months, if not longer, people really wanted us. And I think even more so you to be the radio guy, be the thing that I've always liked you being. And the way I pictured it is like going in to Molly moon's ice cream. Cause you love the ice cream and they go, would you like a salad? And you're like, no, I want ice cream. <laughs> if I wanted a salad, I would not be here right now. Are we the salad or are we the ice cream? We're we're both. Nolan Molly Moons, they would make a, a salad ice cream. A salad ice cream, yeah. But so what we did is like, hey, you like the Ron and Don show? How about some real estate on that? Yeah. And so the fact that so many people have trusted us to go, okay, I do like the radio and I did like listening to you guys and I do like listening to you guys and you've added value in my life and I trust you. And so you've proven you have expertise in this. That's been exciting for me because I didn't know if that was going to work because there were so many times where people just said, yeah, 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 but you guys are going to go back on the radio, right? It's like, no, we're doing the podcast. Right, right, right. Wink and a nod. I get it. But you're going like, you're, you guys are just like doing this and you're going to be back on the, you're going back, right? And it's like, no, we're not. We have no intention of going back because this is what we do now. And so finally, it feels like we've turned the, at least to me, I don't know if it feels like that to you, uh, turned a corner a little bit on that. And yes, when some, a life event happens, someone has passed away, someone's gotten a divorce, someone has kids bursting at the seams. Someone's like, Hey, I need to move to Texas. And I need to move there yesterday for family. Uh, the, the attorney, you think of us as realtors or something really great has happened too. Maybe, maybe you're moving to the area and relocating. Maybe you just got a brand new job or maybe, Maybe you just added to your family and you're like, wow, we're working from home. Now we got babies at home. Uh, we need a bigger place or we need to move. We're heading out to the country. We're heading into the city. Well, my neighbor always sings like uh, Kermit the Frog. I got to move out of that neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, so, so anyway, our, our president just called us. Our president Windermere is named, named Patrick Chin. And he wanted to thank us 
for uh, for being a part of their office. It's the how do you say this without being braggadocious? It's the number one office in Seattle. Yeah. $100 million in real estate a month this office sells. And we are just around some amazing, bright agents. And they're not about the transaction. They're about human connection. And you can tell that because we'll see agents in the office sometimes that have done four, five, and six transactions with a family over the course of 30 years. Uh, and it's because these transactions sometimes can be transactional or they can be monumental and you end up you end up building a bond at least we do with our clients who are actually our listeners which is just amazeballs to me and i know it is to you too absolutely and and uh it's been a joy to meet uh people after you know years and years and years of kind of a one-way relationship where we were talking in a room and they were listening. And then now it's like, there's a, there's a conversation that happens. Yeah. So, so let me tell you this. We were, we were out, uh, we're getting ready to bring, uh, uh, some homes on in Snohomish County here in Seattle and King County, uh, Island County, Skagit Valley, Pierce. And, and people always ask us, so like, is the transaction too small or do I live too far? And if you're listening to this podcast, uh, we'll come help you. Except for the two guys in Australia. <laughs> we can, I see you we, on the yeah, stats. Yeah, we, 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 will find, we will find a way to help you. And we take, we take great pride in that. And so I guess this is just our way, as, as Patrick was thanking us. We're like, well, you know what? The thanks really goes to all of you. Uh, the fact that you would listen to this podcast and then the fact that you would invite us into your homes during COVID-19 to sit down and to talk about your lives and say, you know, we're getting ready to move. And by the way, we listened to you guys for 15 years and we trust you. And as a result of that, uh, we're going to trust you with this real estate uh, transaction. You still have to be great at real estate. You still have to compete. Maybe the Ron and Don brand gets us in the door, but you still have to know what you're doing and because we've loved real estate for so long, and we invested a lot of our radio dollars over the years in real estate, uh, it's something that we're so very passionate about. And we're passionate about all of you, too. So very, very excited. We know that uh, there's not a lot of homes for sale out there right now. And so we're lucky that we're prepping lots of homes right now, lots of your homes, uh, to bring them online and sell those. And then also... Uh, just many of the buyers that we're working with. In fact, I think uh, we just secured a home right here on Queen Anne and we went running at the sellers with a checkbook and it can be really hard sometimes to secure a home in this market. And uh, we were able to do that and have a lot of fun. Yeah, too. I was thinking last, I wish I would have recorded our conversation last night when we uh, told these two buyers that they got the house. Yeah. There was a lot of celebration and screaming and uh yeah so that's fine i'm gonna remember to do that next and time. he's a tech person uh and she is a great architect and they're great partners and it's been fun to really partner with them and now they're gonna be living down the street from me and uh hopefully we'll be friends enough with the kermit singing for a long long time so anyway hey you guys Thanks for listening to this episode 228. We really appreciate that. Don't forget, if you want to sit down with us, everything starts with a Ron and Don sit down. All you do is go to ronanddonsitdown.com. You'll see some interesting pictures of us there. Try to figure out which guy's who. 
because you always think Ron is me and I'm Ron. Everybody thinks that. That's okay. And then we'll virtually sit down and then we'll come out and see you and stand 16 feet apart because we just like to be super careful. All right. Hey, uh, episode uh, 229, 230 are on the horizon. Thanks for hitting subscribe. That way, all three of the episodes, they just drop at four o'clock in the morning. Boom, you wake up. And I I was looking this morning and and as soon as the show hit, there are already 400 people listening to it. So we really appreciate you doing that too. All right. RonandDonSitDown.com if you need us. If you need one of our buyer's books or seller's books, you can get it there. It's a playbook or just write Ron directly at Ron at Windermere.com. And we'll sit down with you today. Keep your head up. Keep your shoulders back. And we'll see you for episode 229 right here only on the Ronnie Don Radio Network. Hey, thanks for listening to the Ron and Don Show. Now keep your head up and your shoulders back and find some black belt courage. Ah! I'm not doing <laughs> <laughs>